When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but honey, but through our own lenses, which can be, I mean, you know, riddled with our own insecurities, with our own longings and lusts, with so many things. But at the end of the day, hopefully a mild little bit of sweetness at the end. Yay, honey. Um, okay, here's a here's the thing. We are super excited to give you this finally in episode three of 90 day fiance the other way or toe this is season four because we did not have one last week because like this other thing happened like i don't know if you know about it this other dumb thing happened or whatever like and we don't understand why the other dumb thing has any bearing on our world but i guess it does well yes so this is episode three if you can jump you plunge which i was trying to figure out what that meant and who said it but I feel like that might have been Chris, but I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, so yeah, that thing that happened last week. But we gave you guys a show if you follow us on Patreon, which you can do, which is on patreon.com slash docusweeties. You get, you know, any any impromptu, hey, it's the Super Bowl, so it's the one Sunday of the year that uh, Matt Sharp and the TLC folks decide to not give us an episode. And we were completely blindsided, even though I know this happened last year and I completely forgot. Oh. <sighs> So there's that. <clears throat> so anyways, but believe you, there'll be an episode for Easter. So don't trip. Um, <laughs> um, let's jump right into this episode. I mean, let just to get the asshole out of the way. Um, let's, oh, we don't have the pictures. I forgot. Um, let's do Johan and fucking Danielle. I hate her. I hate her. We all hate her. No, this is crazy. We didn't hate her that much season one of watching right, her. Not at, all. not at all. She was just kooky and fun. Yeah, you know, like we were just like, well, I think that she loves love and she's like, she kind of felt like a curly haired Darcy, you know, that loves yoga, like kind of that kind of like somewhat innocent. I mean, you know, like, but now we realize this is like a financial manipulator, like the same way. I feel like that if she was a dude manipulating a woman or asking a woman to do things that's like obvious, it'd be it's almost like financial humiliation and or just extreme ignorance and or just a selfishness to not understand her supposed lover lover's life. You know, it's so weird. So weird. So she starts off this episode with like, yeah, I was really I was really mean yesterday and I want to apologize to Johan. So they go somewhere and like get a cerveza next to like a plastic chair and some cement steps. And <clears throat> he's, they're talking about his negocius, which is his business. <laughs> and um, she's like, listen, I'm really sorry about yesterday, but I was really shocked and I'm really worried about your business and your business methods. And like, if you are like gonna actually make any money. And he's like, well, you know, I understand that you're nervous, I guess, you dumb mean bitch, but 
um, it's gonna work out. So I don't know why you're tripping. And she's like, but you know, the math is not mathing. And he's like, well, it will eventually. Not now, not ahorita, pero someday, like in the future. So she's like, you gotta put boundaries on it, okay? You're not just gonna continue to sink your money into this thing. I know, so we're married, right? <laughs> Guess what, we're married. So your money is my money. So you're not gonna be able to just to sink our money into this business for months and months and months without actually making any money. So I'm going to say that you give it tres mesas. And he's like, okay, I'll give it ocho o nueve mesas before I actually throw in the towel for this business. But I'm not giving up because I want to earn money. I want to be someone who brings to this, the table. I want to be my own boss. And she's just like, mm-hmm, well, yeah. And I'm just like, girl, why are you trying to make it seem as though this is his only way of making money? He is not going to go all of us he's 32 so if he was going to go work in the officials court or i don't i don't know what people do in the dominican republic for like white collar-esque jobs or whatever but he's not a lawyer you know he's not he's not pedro's mother um he's you know what i'm saying he's not whatever it was that pedro's sister was doing when she was in a receptionist he is already out of that realm to make money in that manner. So he's either going to go back to the resorts and not get paid enough money to survive, or he's going to have to have his own business. Those are his options at this point in his life. And right now he has the opportunity to have his own business and you are completely shitting on that dream, not understanding that that is the only way this man is going to support you in this country, in este país. Chris? Yeah, literally, Danielle has told us the following things that we know about this bitch, that in what she wants in this relationship is A, to live in the DR, and B, for him to pay for things. It's what she always says. The entire first season was like, Esto is caro and two is broco. I mean, whatever, God bless. She's just constantly telling him how broke he is, how much money things are. That and, and the fact she wants to live in the DR. So then this man is like, all right, here's a business that I started in the DR that I will then hopefully make money because it's all you fucking talk about is how I'm going to make money and give you money or whatever. And obviously it looked you know obviously i'm not like waiting on bated breath for you to take me to america even though you told me that's what's going to happen and that's what i want i'm like doing the most to try and fulfill the things you want and you literally come over and shit on all of it in on public tv and the entire time has been like low-key giving me this well you're dumb and i know more you're dumb and i know more where this bitch does not know how things and cultures run in the dr you know like or in other countries so it's just truly it's really 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 hard to watch the next scene we have did you want to say more anything more about that scene babe the next thing is that yeah she has wanted to of course uh get an apartment you know as they are and she knows that he lives with his whole ass family honey and she looks for apartments in expat communities that are nice i mean have all of the fancy things you know uh your your mic's off if you uh, yeah i my internet's bad right now got it so um he would never be looking at this apartment it's two thousand dollars a month it's in an area that he would never live in. There's no one like, you know, it's not where his family or friends live. It's like a bunch of white fucking people or like whatever ex- what expats means, you know. She's like, yeah, I want to live here. And then it's like, well, how much money can you give it? Uh, can you help me with this? It's $2,000 a month, which is more than I pay in LA, which is crazy because I actually pay really cheap. But like, you know, it's not 
a crazy cheap apartment. It's definitely cheaper than in New York. But, you know, she's like, I wanted two bedrooms. I wanted two baths. I want parking. I Because it's like two bath, two bedrooms for my yoga studio. Which is like, all right, well, then you should be paying, like, <sighs> then you should. All like, of it. You should be paying all of it because that's where your business is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, so then she's like, basically, to this tall ass, like, man who's like, you know, like, not from her culture. Well, if you aren't going to give me, he's like, so how much money are you going to give me? And he's like, well, I'm going to give you, you know, whatever, like, it ended up being like $90 a day or something or 90 dollars, five thousand pesos which i didn't look up to see how much five thousand pesos was but it's not a lot <laughs> i think it's ninety dollars and then she's like will you eat ninety dollars in the morning for breakfast he's like mm-hmm. and then he she's like well if you're not going to give me any money then you have to be me as supposed to you have to be the woman you have to like cook and clean now here's the thing if she wants a man to financially provide for her he's not the one right she could get a man to financially provide for her. He's not, she's, he's not going to probably look like Johan. Of course not. This is the same thing. If this was a rich man, who's like, why are you making a young, hot person, you know, like do the same that you're doing for that person, that person, you get to be with that person. Let's be honest. What are you? He's not, he's going to spend the rest of his life not having a kid with you and your curly hair and your two, like your two foot nothing. You're going to die in like 20 years. This man has a whole life ahead of him. Come on. You know what? I will say that I agree with her to a certain extent. Like the fact that he doesn't think that cleaning and cooking is a job is, is very like machismo and annoying to me. Um, However, that's the, that's the world she chose to walk into. Right. Um, and the fact that he was like, it's not a job to cook. And I'm like, um, that's because you've never cooked. It is a fucking job to think about what you're going to make, then to stand in a hot ass kitchen and cook it and then have somebody just lap it up and, <laughs> and then you have to then wash the dishes. Absolutely not. So I honestly, and I, another thing that I think is like, yes, if the gender roles were, were changed, we would say that the man gets whatever fulfillment he gets from the woman being hot. <clears throat> But I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I, I'm like, it doesn't work the other way. I don't need my man to be hot. My man could be ugly as the day is long. Yeah, of course. And um, so I don't. So I don't get that. I don't get that perspective. Like that, she's probably thinking like, oh well, yeah, he can. Um, he he's gonna have to do all this stuff. I'm like, girl, if you wanted somebody to take care of you, if you didn't want to have to pay all the bills, yeah, then you shouldn't be with the poor man from the DR because you could find a man who probably makes money in the DR. You didn't find him. You found a poor man in the DR. So like, it's, it's just, it's just crazy to me that this is what now she's putting all on him as though like, duh. And I'm like, girl, he's 32 years old and he's working in the resort. That's the best it's going to get for him. Unless you let him take some of your money to have a negocias so that y'all can make some kind of money. I don't know. She was just like being a real, real a-hole. And then um, when she's like, how much are you going to give? Here's Chris, here's the truth. If I want to live somewhere nice, I'm going to live somewhere nice, regardless of who you can pay or not. So her, her thing to him would have been like, unfortunately, if you can't pay, you're only going to be able to stay here. Yeah, that's what I, I know. You can't stay there then. You know, it's like, she also remember though that she's also been very like, he's sexually, he picks me up. He has like a baby arm dick. You know what I'm saying? So there is that kind of like, she is making a choice to be with a very hot, young huge man that can pick her up and just like you know stuff her like a you know like a -a build-a-bear you know what i'm saying so it's like she's making a choice you know like and yeah she really thinks that he's also just gonna like 
give her money for this place and she's going to make him feel bad about it. The, only, the one thing I want to say is that, yes, he says, look, in my country, I the man works, the woman works, and the woman takes care of the house. No. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I know you said no, but I know you're you're like, yeah, bring it up. But that's, that is, yeah, of course, what he said. And we want to be like, yeah, you're both, you're both, uh, you're both not picking up like one of you gets to work and one of you gets to clean the house. Now, I don't know which one you want to be, but you either find the person that you want to be with. That's what it is. And you both cook. That's what it is for me, too. Like, <laughs> one of you works, <laughs> the other one stays home and clean the house, and then you both cook. Yeah. And if there's and there's not going to be any kids involved, so I already know that, that's, that, sh- that ship has sailed. But, like, yeah, I don't, I do not agree. Like, I was just like, no, Johan, you're wrong in this moment to say that. And she, to me, I was, like, on her side when she said, you're my esposa, because I was like, wow. if you, but, but she didn't have to say that to him. But that needed, he needed to understand that, that he wasn't just going to both people work and then the woman go and woman cook. That is wild that there are any men or people in this world who believe that that is a fair trade-off. Oh, of course. But yeah, they absolutely, I mean, literally whole countries do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. No, I know, but I still think it's, I think it's wild here in the States too, that, that, that that's the expectation. I've always thought that that was crazy. And maybe it's because both of my parents cooked. I think that's what it is. So for me, both people cook. Now, did they both clean? No. <laughs> so like, I cleaned. And they both did not clean. And my dad cleaned the outside and the cars. Okay. Okay. So basically we, I hate them. And let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's talk about another couple that's stupid is. Nah, come on. Bring them out. Um, well, you know what? Let's talk about another little couple because like to me, I, and not that I think they're stupid. I'm just so bored with them. And I don't, and I, I feel like it was set up to where we, we weren't supposed to be bored, but it's Isabel and Gabe. They're boring to me. I thought, I mean, listen, Jamie and Chris are boring too. We could have said either one. This episode was boring. Is this episode boring? Maybe that's why they were like, maybe that's why they're like, we can't put this episode with the Super Bowl. But honestly, they probably should have put this episode with the Super Bowl because yeah. like no one needed to watch it. Yeah. It not I mean, watchable TV. Okay. Debbie was the highlight of my life. Oh. She's, she is what this show is for her and like, not in this ep- not in this season maybe like rishi and jen kind of mm, yeah it's getting that way psa out there that if you are an older biddy honey if you're a seasoned biddy and your name is shirley or <laughs> debbie and you're dating anyone that you could be on the show we want to watch you you know shirley or, or jenny debbie. jenny's such a weird name for that i'm not surprised i was surprised that that was a jenny you know but like because i know so many jennies it's not jenny like oh, okay you, uh, yeah yeah i know jenny's through you I'm a big Jenny. I'm a big Jenny magnet, honey. They mm-hmm. make moth to a flame. So let's talk. Wait, so we're talking about who, babe? I forgot. <laughs> Isabel and Gabe. Oh, yeah. Isabel and Gabe. So um, so it starts off by, you know, like. Los gays. We're, we're back to the land of Los gays. Yeah, yeah, gays. yeah. They, they go to this restaurant and she's meeting up with her friends, Samuel and Mateo. And we walk into this restaurant. Honey, this restaurant is crazy this restaurant kind of reminds me a little bit of like velvet cantina a little bit in los angeles but very campy you know like immediately i'm like this is a gay this is a gay restaurant oh yeah like i know because i know a gay restaurant honey when i can see a gay restaurant i know a gay restaurant this one's called chiquita so she meets with samuel and mateo who are guess what her gay friends and um it's also how she met gabe you know and so 
she and her she's you know it, it's like i like isabella a lot because you know she feels i can't like, hear none of the, what you just said just all disappeared the, she just went away from the mic just like put her head just right. like, like my i put my lights on too much and i'm like blinding myself i can't see anything she just myself. was like la 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 no, okay what anyway podcast i don't even understand what a mic is honey so anyway <laughs> um it, she's like look we're like we're close and we're close enough i can sort of like ask some questions which is great because you know i sometimes have some questions and like you know they know i'm like chill and respectful and an ally and so like we can just kind of like talky talk which is great um you know so and uh this is how they met so basically you know gay was like traversing through uh the spanish-speaking lands and he meets up with mateo and mateo's like hey you know like do you want to just be chill and join my friend circle which i guess is what cool kids do honey when they're just like traveling they're just like very open to each other i'm not quite sure i was like join my friend circle i can't imagine just being like hey join my friend circle like well no maybe they were at like an lgbtq like situation and they met each other and then they were like oh they didn't know he was trans either so like they introduce gabe to isabel and then isabel is when she finds out that gabe is trans there she goes back to samuel and whomever and she's like hey did you know he was trans they're like no girl we didn't know meanwhile they're getting mojitos and other drinks on top of a table that is a girl's like bent over it was like <laughs> there was just like butt at the end of the at the end of the table just like a butt in your face with like like thigh highs you know and then just like like just eating off the back of a lady's off of a lady's back mm-hmm. um, anyway so that was the shape of the table so just wanted to let you give you guys the visuals in case you didn't see it but yeah i was just like you know what she's asking them but like they're not trans so they know nothing and so some part of this conversation made me uncomfortable and maybe that's why i don't think it's boring is because i'm i don't know why i don't like the fact that they're explaining so much like when she's like what's coming out is it semen i was like that's too much i I feel like what it does is it we shouldn't be worried about trans people's bodies part in my mind we shouldn't be worried about if they've gotten the surgeries or not because that invalidates those who aren't passing and so where i am in my trans journey (laughs) and like as my and my allyship I just, and I get it. This is for middle America, people who will never, ever meet anyone that's trans. And this is the gateway for them. And they got to meet someone who looks like a man, who in their mind behaves like a man and who does whatever. But I'm so far on the other side of like where there are people who look like whatever gender they was assigned to at birth. And they tell me that they're trans. And now I am like, okay, you're whatever you just told me you are. Moving on. So anyways, that's why it makes me uncomfortable. So go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. So then, so then, so then they're like, what about your mom and dad? And she's like, I think I'll be able to tell my mom, but my dad, I don't know. Like he's very um, conservative. And so then they're just like, okay, well, you know, it's going to be, you know, a hard thing. And they're like, cool. And then I think that's the end of it. I, I like totally checked out. Then we go to him and he's like, okay, mom, I'm leaving. And the sister's like, boy, if you don't come back, am I going to lose my brother? Like, I'm sorry, where's you going? You're just leaving. And then, I mean, sister's hair, I mean, she she did a two trans twist last night. I don't know if she got a diffuser. Hair was quaffed. She said, I'm going to work, but I'm also going on camera. And I was here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so his sister drives him to the airport, drops him off, and then it's like four hours away. I'm like, could you imagine? Is Columbia that close to the tip of Florida? Yeah, I, I was surprised that too. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like, 
I'm gonna uh, have to fly. I'm flying to New York tomorrow. It's longer. Yeah, it's a longer flight than that. I'm like Florida's Florida's closer to every place I want to go. If that's the case, to get to Belize, it takes five hours. To get to like <laughs> to get to Costa Rica, I think it's gonna take five hours. So I'm like, let me move to the tip of Florida so I can get there in three. Also, think about the weather situations you have to deal with, though, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, but also find out where Yara and Jovi lives and see if you can move in. So, uh, yeah, basically, you know, he... That's the end of it. Goodbye to his family. He's going to go and we'll see what happens, you know, when they when they meet up. The last thing I was going to say is they, like, kind of, like, make it seem like maybe she doesn't want to tell her family because her, her dad may be conservative or whatever. So let's move on to uh, the other couple we had mentioned, Jamie and Chris, right? Yeah. Oh, so, well, you know what I did forget? I don't know if you wanted to remark on this. We could just say this. His last ex didn't accept him and it was heartbreaking. The family didn't accept. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Probably the reason why he wants to be open and honest because he doesn't want to live that life, which is like, if you aren't into the, if you, if you, if you already tell me that we, you like me and you get along with me, but you are not going to be into who I actually am, but I better fucking know now so and get the hell out, which I, I respect, you know, like maybe it's a thing for him, um, which I would, should be. So Jamie and Chris, so this is actually, by, by the way, where I think the title of the um, episode comes from. I think the plunge has to do with Jamie's choice in lingerie. We'll talk about it. So um, music day Columbia, honey, Chris is on a swing. Uh, um, so they always put on this music of Columbia and then she's like in Alabama on a swing and we're just like this doesn't go together <laughs> uh, she, we see her on that ha- on the plane honey with that weird headband like I, you know and I wonder if the headband is some sort of narcolepsy thing where like maybe like the pressure like helps her not fall asleep or fall asleep maybe she puts the head down the headband down to like fall asleep to like block out rays I'm not quite sure but then the sequence mask which believe me the, the a mask is totally I get it's on a plane and we're in the middle of like coming out of COVID. But the part that really shocks me is the sequence only because I know how uncomfortable it is for that long on a plane. It's not, there's so many better, more comfortable options, you know, like I got that slip silk mask, honey. I was really, really into it. Um, When was this filmed in 2001? I mean, listen, are you, are you you wearing a mask on a plane? I'm gonna tell you right now I haven't. And that makes me terrible, but I haven't. So like, and I'm not saying it's not, you shouldn't do it or you should do it. It was just like, it was an odd choice. Like there's breathable ones that you could wear that are better. I, I feel you. Yeah. Um, when we cut to the airport and there Jamie is, honey, she is excited. We know this scene very well. It's the meeting in an airport scene. They have never met in real life again. So like, you know, like it, it means more also in that situation. There's all of the... You know, yeah, when they've already met in real life, you don't have to have the, like, I hope they like me kind of moment, you know, like, we only see each other on screens kind of moment, which I which I would be nervous about, you know, because it's just, it brings on a different layer of, like, is everything going to fall apart? Because when I get in real life with this person, is it way different for some reason, the way they act towards me, the way that they thought that I look, you know, whatever it could be, it's it would be insecurity. Um but Jamie, oh, would you be insecure too? Or what were you going to say? No, I wouldn't. That would never cross my mind. Unless like they had lied to me about their height. I imagine that if we've talked through video, they've seen my entire body in my mind. So That's like that would. Lisa. And they've seen every part of your body, honey. You I would like, you've seen it already. So I, like, that's what I would think. Um, but also um, she's like, we waited a whole year. I'm like, bitch, people have been waiting for two or three. Stop saying a whole year as though like, (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like it's, I mean, like it's, I don't know. She was just so dramatic. I was like, girl, calm down. Yeah. Basically, uh, yeah, like Jamie has this part where she's like, doesn't want to be stinky, which we've seen that before because you've been traveling a long time. You got to make sure everything is right. And I would do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? My God, I can't imagine what I would do. You know, try and like, I'd get every wipe possible. You know, I already travel with like so many wipes. Like, like, I have literally pit wipes, you know, uh, hand sanitizing wipes. I have, you know, like coochie coo wipes. (laughs) Huh? Uh, I have, you know, it's just like from, t- I, you have facial wipes, you have like, you know, you have to like kind of give yourself like a wipe hoe bath and then you have to like brush your teeth. You have to, I have like hairspray that like, or a hair perfume, the Byredo black saffron. You can really do a lot of things. Um, I never think I'm stinky when I get off a plane and I don't, I, every time someone's like, oh yeah, I just got off a long flight. I'm, I must smell. I'm like, what have you been doing? I've been sitting. Oh, I'm never stinky ever. <laughs> yeah. So I always wonder why people. Like, I mean, and not you, I'm talking about like people like Darcy, when she got off that plane and sprayed herself down on her way from the nether to the Netherlands or whatever, when she went and met um, the man who chewed a chew at her. Angel, just ha 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 ha. Yeah. Um, they meet, so when Jamie and Chris meet, you know, like Jamie's like, oh, you're like tiny, you know, and Jamie's in heels. Okay. So Jamie in heels is tiny and a foot smaller than Chris. And Jamie's like, no, we're the same. See, it's mismo. See? <laughs> no, like, no girl no es mismo oh, are you okay <laughs> yeah she really wants to be tall she must be like 4'11 Chris is like uh, sorry no no <laughs> no girl I would not say we're the same but uh, cute you know um, and they're just like very like kissy koozies you know just like soft kisses you know a lot of like you know a lot of those like sounds you know like it's just like so delicate i'm not used to like the sounds of a two women kissing you know it's like it was just so it was so it was so uh you know what is that word what's this sound no wait okay so when you kiss a, I feel like i don't make that like wait i'm trying to think if i've ever heard the sound of kissing i've heard this like i know never noticed that. yeah like i don't think i make that much like oh no i have okay um so basically they you know are in the uh taxi going back and they're just like on top of each other honey and then like you know gazing into each other's eyes longingly yeah jamie's like look at the the scenery and chris is like i'm looking at the scenery it's the most beautiful scenery i've ever seen in my scenery scenery life also she's like i'm just not at home anymore and i'm just like oh shit are we gonna run into like some kind of weird american like are americans unique do 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 people who like they say come from india do they freak out when they go to other countries like the way americans freak out when they i just imagine her during the day she's just gonna freak out and she's gonna keep remarking about how everything is just so different but here's the truth i have been out of the country for many years now and so maybe that's why the the stank is a little off of me she knew one thing, which is that to be very clear that if she wanted what she wanted in her apartment. So she also wants an apartment in this situation. She's down to pay for it. Now she uh, got Jamie to like do it. Now Jamie just got, got it done, which made Chris like, oh, not going to even sign a picture. <laughs> but Chris told her that she wants an American kitchen. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, okay, well then Chris, yeah, Chris knows some things, you know, like Chris is at least Chris isn't just going there 
And then being like, well, she got an apartment. I didn't have to ask her anything and expecting things, you know, like Chris at least was like, no, there's some things I want. So they go to this apartment, honey, and it's cute. There's a little like fireplace. The kitchen's great. It's, you know, like there's, I think, I forgot if there's two bedrooms or there's one. Maybe I don't know, but one of them has a big giant titty pillows in it that I just think were ridiculous. Two, there's nothing. Okay, listen. There's nothing in the whole place. Like Jamie's like, yeah, I, I've been waiting for her to come so we can like decorate it together. And I'm like, okay, there is nothing, not anywhere, nothing except for the bed in the main room. And then the bed itself has not normal pillows, but instead the two biggest titty pillows with a nipple. It feels like I don't remember seeing an areola. I just kind of remember seeing nipple. No, you saw that was an areola and the nipple was like this big. It was like the tiniest little nipple coming out of it. You saw all They're like, I hope you like it. And Jamie and Chris is like, I love it. And Jamie's like, me too. We both like boobies. You know, like, I mean, okay. You know, like I, you know, you know. It's either a frat boy's room or it's the room of like a girl who's so happy to be out and like, like in her love of titties that that's what happened. This, this is what I'm trying to isolate. I don't, listen, would I love some elegant, sensual lesbians that have style and like l- look like they want to put like silk pillowcases on, you know, their bed and like live in silk sheets and have it be like beautifully decorated and just like have like La Perla, as I already said, like fancy ass lingerie and look like coiffed and everything. Like, of course, like there used to be, there was this like, I forgot what it was. There was this 90s or early aughts porn maker that like always just kind of made porn that looked beautiful. I forgot his name. And you know, like maybe this, it was like softcore, like maybe the biggest thing yeah. that porn stars would do would just like masturbate themselves. Like you would hardly ever see like anything. They were yeah. just gorgeous and gorgeous locations. It was obvious that they, he had for some reason more money than other porn places. And I don't watch a lot of porn, nor have I ever, but I can at least bring this one guy up because I, it stayed with me. Oh. <laughs> I really love glamour. So it's like, I really want glamour pusses in my life. So if you're going to give me some lesbians, you know, I want them to be glamour pusses. Yeah. I mean, I just thought like her struggling to get her bags up the stairs and then her telling the girl she might karate ch- chop her in the night. I would have been like, we needed two beds. So you got to sleep over there until you get, she's like, especially now that I'm in a new place, you know, I might just fight you in my sleep. No. Can we get, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. She must be on pills. You know, listen, she has to be on some sort of medication. Obviously, she's on medication. I wonder what kind of medication. There has to be really heady, heavy sedative medication to go to bed at night. Like, I know there's such thing as Seroquel or something, which is like anti-seizure and something, you know, like, and in the sense, I, and I, I wonder what her regime is. And, um, yeah, like, you know, also this, there's also now, like, thunder coats you can sleep in and or like gravity blankets of course and also there's this explain to me what a thunder coat is oh you know what a thunder coat is no is it a coat that has the sounds of thunder in it no it hugs it's like it's like you can put it on dogs or people but it's a coat that kind of like wraps you and like you know it like holds you tight 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 and so like that or like a little silk sleeping um there's like a little silk you can buy 
what's it called? Sleeping bag that you can either travel with if you want to go to like hotels. You don't like, you don't like their sheets. You want to be able to sleep in your own silk sleeping bag. So you don't have to worry about hotel sheets. You can buy that. And that would be great for her because then she can kind of have a built-in little cocoon layer to kind of like maybe wrap herself in. And hopefully like if things get crazy, she can't like make, you can't hurt anyone. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm so you are sorry. Like trying to really work it away so that this woman, Chris, your name is well. You guys both have the name of Chris. And um, I've also had sleeping issues, not the same kinds, you know, like, but yeah. I get it. So um, yeah, you know, we will see. Are we any else about them or can we move on? Move yeah, on. let's move on. Okay, let's move on to Jenny and Sumit. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, so Jen is like, you know, like this is the wedding dress my mom got married in 1971. And it is horrible. There are plenty of other great wedding dresses from 1971, 72 if you're my mom, or 76 if you're my mom. Like, but that one, that wasn't it. That one needed to go to the dry cleaner and like I needed to see I needed to see her mother in it originally so I could understand what I was trying to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was like, I think I'm going to wear a sari and I think I'm going to be traditional Indian. Cut to Rishi in his family's home and they're trying to set him up with somebody else from a village. Oh, honey, that was a whole thing. We'll get into that scene. But anyway, back to Jen. Okay, so Jen also, God bless, looks mildly sleepy all the time. You know, like she's a sleepy-eyed girl. You know what I'm saying? Like she looks, she's tired. And um, she's packing and she has really interesting luggage. She has these red pieces that are like red carry-ons that have these red flaps that go and then hug the smaller piece in front of it so that you can almost create like a choo-choo of bags i thought it was great she brings it down she's like who's carrying this luggage and there's like one dude there and he's like you are and she's like nope it's you her whole family's like you are i mean just uh, not to be trusted and we you have proven that time and time again but you're too old for us to tell you anything you got your hair done for this and there's like some blonde chunky streaks in the front honey so i guess you're doing it we can't stop you we couldn't stop you to make that hair choice we can't stop you now Wah. you know what it is what, what it is is that it was 2009 and that's where her that's where she stopped growing as a fashionista or as like a person who understood what was happening in the world. It was very um, Kate plus eight, except for it wasn't a spiky short thing. But you know, that that's that moment that women with straight hair went through where this part of their hair was blonde. And then this one was not, it was like red or brown. And it was, it was a whole moment. And it was, it was around 2009. Was it not? Am I wrong? Is that the wrong era? It was some era. It's a little earlier than that. Yeah, it's a little earlier than that. But it's I like, she's st- that, that is it. for any woman of this day and age to go and get that haircut. I mean, that hairstyle. Oh, yeah. She checked out a decade ago. I don't know if I blame her if I just blame who did it. Someone did that. That's someone, someone I'm assuming is at a salon right now, wherever they live. And then was like looking at that hair being like, I have my client on TV right now. And she's so proud and, or he, you know, I, I don't know, but that's. No, I mean, I think she asked for that, Chris. And a person was like, okay, honey. Okay, well, hon. I guess, you know, it's hard because I know, I know some, uh, I, I just got my hair done, by the way. Tee-hee-hee, if you're on Patreon, you can tell that I got a chop. And um, I go to my friend in Beverly Hills. 
she so wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. It's not her friend in Beverly Hills. Say it's some lady in Oklahoma. I know, but I guess in my mind, it's like there's there are some hairstylists and hair colorists and that would be like, oh, I won't do that. It's my name. That mm-hmm. wasn't that wasn't a hairstylist, Chris. That was an hairdresser. A hairdresser did that. That's like you know supercuts that they they just like were like <laughs> there's a bleach special. So um, she you know gets her drive to the airport. Her and everyone is like, look, like eleventh sure? hour, eleventh sure? hour. What? <laughs> they're like, are you sure? Are yeah, you sure? sure? Yeah, they're like eleventh hour hail mary. Like, please look at our faces and and hear us when we say that you're like a normal person that have people that has people that loves you and a whole ass life here and a whole ass home. Okay. That's for, that's what you have. You have that here. You have no reason to like not be happy in here, but for some reason you're deciding to <laughs> ruin everything and move there. And what we're telling you is just remember that like, you, you don't didn't have, have to it. blow yeah. everything up and ruin your life. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So she gets on, um, she says bye to them. There's a teary goodbye. Her mother's just like, I just want that. I just want the best for her. And I just don't want her to come in and she have to stay in a shitty situation if she doesn't want to. And then um, she gets to India and she's like, that Indian air. And I said, Oh, huh. I know. I, 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 I understand this. I understand this. Now, to me, it's like, oh, it's a lot of saffron, a lot of curry, just immediately when you just get off the air. It's a lot of. But I always have always thought that probably the air in Asia and the air in India smells different. I mean, other airs smell different too. Definitely, when I go to the south, the air smells different in the airport, mostly because the south and of, of America, like not South America, which is a whole different place. I'm talking about the south and uh, North America, mm-hmm. like has humidity. So like the minute you go to the airport, you're like, <gasps> I remember the first time I got off the plane from Florida because I'm a Southern California person. I remember getting off the plane and being like, I don't understand. Where's the oxygen in the air? Like I couldn't even, I like my nose could not breathe enough oxygen because there was so much humidity. So like, but I, I like to think that India smells different. Uh, she notices it. Yeah, she she's there. Now, in the preview for the next... Oh, and let me talk about him. Sorry. So then we get to his whole life. So his whole life, honey, is that he is like living, honey. He's co-living, honey, with his whole ass family. It's his mom, his dad, dad. His dad died. Sorry. His mom, his sister, her sis- the sister's boo. Husband. Yeah. The, and then the uncle and the aunt. Which is really interesting because normally the sister goes with the husband's family. So also Indian culture, you guys, the reason why so many mothers want a daughter-in-law, and this is the same thing what's going on with Jenny and Sumit, is that they want someone to help them with the household duties. They want someone to come in, be the cook, be the head of the household, keep it together and take care of them mm-hmm. that is why they want their sons to get to get married and married quick um yeah because like they've holiday, done that. you know it's like the transferring of power for holidays you know who if and it's the family structure so as the mom who's been cooking gets a little older the daughter comes and they have kids and she's cooking and cooking and then the holidays remain the same and it's family and you know there's a built-in structure 
that works for them, you know? Yeah. There's somebody to watch the grandchildren for the, for the new daughter-in-law. There's a lot going on. So it's like, there is a, there is a pattern of behavior. And especially if you have a lot of sons. Now, if you have all daughters, good luck. But if you have a lot of sons, like that is what you, you build more women into your family and they do the same thing and you build out the family and it just spreads like a spider web. So we get to him and we find out that he's the breadwinner because I guess his grandfather, I mean, his uncle can't work. I'm not sure. He's the breadwinner. He lives there with his sister and the brother-in-law. I'm like, what's the brother-in-law doing for money? What's happening mm-hmm. with him? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Rishi, we need you to get married because I need a daughter-in-law to come in here and take over. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I would like to hang out with my brother here. I'm assuming that's his bro- her brother. Mm-hmm. I would like to hang out with my brother and, um, you know, kind of teach my cooking style, teach the things that need to happen, the way to clean our house and see my lineage. And he's just like, mm-hmm, not even brave enough at whatever grown ass 35 year old age he is to tell his mother that he is fully planning on marrying a barren woman, white lady from the U.S., I, yep. I, and this is also, by the way, having had the moment right before where he walks in being like, what's for dinner? And he's like, I'm the breadwinner of the house. You know, like, that's like the vibe he comes in. He's also like, you know, wanted to be like, I'm so hot and everyone loves me. Everyone wants to like F me and a model. And then to also see this moment where like, they're basically like, get married, you fu- you dumb small <laughs> man. And he can't do it. He can't say a thing. You're like, oh, it's too, it's quite a difference. It's quite a different vibe. Yeah. And also like, what, what does this, do his family think that these people in their house are like, what did he say? What did he tell them that they're filming? I love that. I, I like, why don't they ever tell us that? What? I mean, does he just like, look, uh, it's a, a Instagram workout influencing <laughs> people, you know, well, like it, it, it should, an interview with interview with mother should have the mother's name. And below that should be like, thinks she's on a show about blank. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that, that would be so amazing. It's brilliant. Like, That's a brilliant thing. They need to tell us what this, what the people think that this thing is about. Because <laughs> yeah. it ain't what they think it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need to see. Yeah, I, would think, I would love to think it's about an arranged marriage. Really, this mom goes like this: like we've gotten. This is like because you never know exactly what happens, but it really is like this. She's like, we've gotten an offer from the village people or whatever. Like not like YMCA. But <laughs> okay so then he so we all okay so this is his reaction because we're reading it reading it because we can't see the picture and want to be like what does this girl look like so he so it's like look at this picture he's like i'll think about it he's yeah he says i'll think about it and he's like they're like think about it they're coming tomorrow so you better like be in thought about it and the answer is now because they're already coming and you can take 20 minutes out of your very busy Instagram workout day to come and like meet this woman and like save our souls. Also 20 minutes is not enough. (laughs) Could you imagine it? You come from all the way from the village for your parents to talk and for you guys to meet. And he, he pops in and is like, hello. And then fucking leaves. I'm not marrying that man. How much time did Usman give that hottie toddy? I feel like he gave her at least, I mean, he left with his mother. He didn't leave on his own. Great point. I think think he lived closer, right? (laughs) They walked over and then the lady was like, oh, surely not. And then they bounced. So I need the, I need the baddie, the, the baddie from the village to be just as good as, as our girl. Can't remember the one, but. I wanted to tell you, I wanted to tell you my favorite part of, of this, of, of the scene for next week 
is that you know she already told her family that basically you know like she they can't live together she has to have her own place because it's like frowned upon but they have a fight where she realizes that she's like babe babe now what would just happen just like throwing it out there if you just introduced me as your fiance and then he she he she realizes that like absolutely fucking not and he's a scaredy weirdy scaredy pants and like can't do it now i love this part because i want us all to like really lean into this she's like okay okay <laughs> let me know when you're ready to tell us about your family and she gets up and leaves now i don't know what's going to happen after that but i want to lean into that like well let me know when you're ready to be a man Balls in your court, buddy. Now, I mean, it's not the end because obviously this is only like episode four. They can't possibly end this couple at episode four. But it's just a good thing to lean into as as anyone who wants like boundaries and, and like a nice way of being able to say something. Like it's like, you know, maybe in a small way of like, you know, the guy or if it's a girl or whatever, a guy who won't make plans, you know, has this coming up, has this like, you know, like, you know, like it's just a great way of being like, well, let me know when you let me know when you know, let me know when you're a, let me know. Come on, you, you can decided do it. to hang out or let me know when you decided that it's important to make plans. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But, I mean, but at that point you have to be, this is what you need to do. When you're like, let me know when you're ready to do whatever it is that you need to do. You have to be willing to remove them from your brain mm -hmm. until they do. You can't be, you can't be waiting for them. Likewise, Jen should not have moved to India mm -hmm. unless she was willing to live in India without him. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that's stupid. It, it'd be different if she was like, you know what? I met this guy. I want to marry him. We're engaged. It's going to be a hard road. But the truth is, is that I fucking love India and that I'm going to go there and live there anyway. So hopefully he wants to be with me and we run off into the sunset. But if not, then I'm in a place that I love. Here's the truth. So part of me kind of loves that Indian people don't love the colonizer. And I'm gonna just say this because if this were any other country, it feels like, and it could be, I could be wrong, that simply based on the fact that she's white, the family would be like, oh, okay, yes, we love it. But Indians are like, no. <laughs> and I don't know if they're like, no, because she can't bring children into the equation or no, because they're like, yeah, no, that's not what we want. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. You, for whatever reason, thought that you were just going to move to this culture because this man has fed you lies. But if you had done any amount of research or you have even watched last season of the other way, you would know what is important to Indian families. And the fact that you have got over there and just moved with these, it's the same thing I feel about Nicole, which we have to get to her. It's the same thing I feel about Nicole. It's like, you've done no research. And I know you can, we can say 50% of it is the man leading them astray, but you've done no research and you go, you get to this country and you act up because you have to wear a hijab. And the truth is, is that she doesn't. So this is, let's just move on. Are we done with them? Yes, we have to move on. So yeah. uh, let's go right into Macmoon and Nicole. You're right. So Because yeah. like Nicole, listen, Nicole doesn't have to wear a hijab because there are Christians that live there. So the fact that he wants her to wear one is not cultural. She keeps blaming it on culture. Yes, it is cultural within his religion 
but it's not cultural within Egypt, making her father feel like he couldn't get his ass a fucking passport and go to Egypt. What's wrong with him? Every time he was like, well, I couldn't go there. Yes, you could, stupid. Anyways, I was pissed. <sighs> you are right. So, okay, deep dive. And I'm going to have to do this for Patreon only, but I, like, don't fuck with cats, found out exactly where Nicole used to live. Now, I can give that information out now because supposedly she doesn't live there anymore. But when they had her, you know, obviously her parents come and they're packing her out or whatever. And they've given us so much B-roll of Hollywood. And I'm just like, die, die, died. As they're packing her out, there's a shot of the corner. And I'm like, oh, my God. I have she knows that corner. that corner one billion times because I'm a sex worker. And uh, <laughs> I've just been on that corner all throughout my 20s. I'm able to tell you I have worked. They had like, and it's also low-key where the celebrity Scientology uh, <laughs> is. And I thought for a second that she was a Scientologist and they just hadn't told us that because she had <laughs> little bananas. And so I wouldn't, I would believe it, you know? And cause she was like a little spacey out there. And so it was like, you know, a theton or whatever, God bless. And so, yes. you know, and I was like, oh my God, she's a, you know, but they never talk about it. And I was upset why they didn't talk about it. So anyway, but Blobity Blue, maybe she's, I think she actually just lived in the apartments right across from that way. And in, in the um, Packers were across the street. Her mom comes, honey, looking like her mom has been road hard and put away wet, honey. There's not a, there's not a, a brush to be had, honey. Her dad, you know, there's just different folks she came from different folk and she got <laughs> out she said that to us and we didn't understand okay this woman changed her whole life she's like i am not this i have a whole ass aesthetic and then she she is a disciplined person in her aesthetic i think that she i now like and i also appreciate that she gives a style in a way that not a lot of people on the show give a style like we are going to really obviously be very into debbie too who we talk about but the last person who i think gave us like style like this that we can ascertain put our pinpoint on would either be kara or you can also say shy oh you didn't say darcy okay so <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so okay yes the style is like it, it is admirable because every time she comes on with a fucking little hat i'm a little jealous because mm -hmm. i'm like i wish that i, I spent I, I wish that i could do that i just don't have the i also don't have the body like she's the kind of size that she could probably go anywhere and find a lot of little lo, mm -hmm. lot of size smalls vintage <laughs> okay. vintage shopping all the time yeah you know? where there's a lot of size smalls at a certain mm -hmm. a, a certain point in your weight gain vintage is not an option just because they don't have either it's not it's gone or you know them folks didn't weren't big that had the vintage clothing um so anywho so she yeah i mean her house she's like they, they've moved all the way to help her move yet again i'm like wow your parents would just come and help you move all the time that man had on a, a bear shirt like they were in Wyoming and it was some kind of like Native American like bear situation. He he like put that shirt on and said, I'm going to go on an airplane. So um, he did that. And then they start talking about her and being Muslim. And they're like, well, did you ever think about converting? And she's like, oh, no, I, I am. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you. Facebook didn't tell you. Well, not only did I marry him the day before I converted. And then we like got married and we joined somebody else's marriage because that's okay because you know love is love or i don't know and not even love it's all about procreation in the next generation so it she did something really crazy she did something really crazy her parents are shocked and she's like i regret i regret some of my decisions <laughs> and i just keep thinking to myself why can you talk to shy because shy knows how to dress modest and maybe it wouldn't be modest enough for 
Egypt because he was upset about her blazer, which I was like, unless that shirt is see-through, I don't understand why you're upset about her blazer. But again, the conversation isn't about his specific culture. It's about his choice how to practice Islam. Like, I think that she had, if she had gone home and done some research, she would find modest fashion that would fit the bill and tell him like, listen, I understand you want me to co be covered from cab to toe, but this is what I'm going to do. This is within Muslim and modesty. I could do this one, you know? I wonder this. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I wonder how much Egyptians of diff interfaiths uh, commingle. So there are Coptic Christians and other Christians in Egypt, you know, like I'm friends with a lot of Coptic Christians uh, that are Egyptian because I'm Lebanese Syrian Christian. And what I'm trying to say is from my, from my experience being an Arab Christian American, we tend, the, I think religions tend to be a little uh, secular. I'm sorry, not secular, <laughs> se se separate. Segregated. Segregated. That's the word, my love. Yeah. Segregated. Oh. So I don't. So yes, there are going to be parts of Cairo. She can walk around Cairo not being covered. Uh, now she can't be like you know, like I wouldn't walk around Cairo. I wouldn't be walking around with like arms out and stuff like that. But like she doesn't have to. She can be more Westernized, I think, in that way because there are other faiths. But I don't know if he hangs out with any of those people. He very much seems like honey, he doesn't. He seems like, you know, it's it's all or nothing with uh with Allah because he makes a he so when she converts, she's like, look, he asked me, do you accept that there's one God and that there's a prophet named Muhammad? And she's like, Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, okay. Like he was a prophet. Yeah, and God's God. Yeah, no, I'm great. Check and check. But that's uh but if but if Muhammad is the prophet and you believe that then what Muhammad said should be followed and that's where we get into like some like little because Muhammad and the Quran has all of the like laws now of course the Bible has all the laws and there's a lot of laws everywhere there's laws when it comes to any religion laws 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 but it's very obvious that Mahmoud is um pretty conservative you know like now in his life he's I'm not saying that he's like jihadist he's obviously not but i mean he he has been born and raised in such a way that and she says it, that they have cultural conditionings his view of what it means to live holy and to be a good person is is the same it's it's to live in god's way and god's way was shown to us through the prophet muhammad who taught us how to live and he even goes as far as to say because i have lived you know, believing the way I believed, God gave me like my biggest treasure, which of course is Nicole. He has been like, you know, a fabric sales hustler, honey. He's just like hustling fabrics, honey, his whole life, you know? And so that Nicole coming in was like a big deal for him. He's like, I've never like seen, my God, can you imagine this person is walking in? I was obsessed. I was like in love. They've obviously fought a lot. She gets there. So obviously, um, he he goes and talks to his like friends and his bros, you know, and one friend and one bro who they're all older. They're, one friend has like a wife. Both, and, both his brothers. Okay. One one brother uh, has a wife who I think came from an Asian country. And so she, so that person uh, had to understand what it's like to like go to different culture. And although an Asian cult culture and an American culture are quite different. And so I would, when that happened, I was like, oh, please show me a scene where these two women can talk because I would love that conversation. And then they also tell. Because there's Thai, there's Muslim Thai people. Are they Thai? I think so. Go ahead. Who's Thai? 
So there are uh, there are Asian people who are Muslim, and I think the I think it's either Thai or I don't know something. Oh know, yeah. Something. Um, I see what you're saying. Yes. So um, his young his brothers are also like, look, he's the baby spoiled brat of the family, and Nicole is like basically his first woman, like first person, like, and he doesn't know anything. He's like all or nothing or whatever. They're very much like you have to lead her, you have to like teach her the ways, you know, and and once she's like really into it, she'll understand like it's all a benefit because, and I mean this, they think of it as this way. I feel like I don't mean to like tell you what they think, but it feels like they're like you are protected. When you are a married woman, when you wear a hijab and you are modest, you are protected from society. No one can, they won't harm you because you are, you are protecting yourself and your husband will take, will protect you. And it means that he loves you and you save yourself from him. And it's like, I think something like that, but I don't know for sure. So I, it's, yeah. They are not trying to be like, we'll just teach her and she'll like it. It's like, they are really, I think, coming at it of like, well, you just have to, teach her how great it is you know and yeah. this man's a two-year-old and i feel there's a lot of christians who truly believe that too oh, like that. they they truly believe that if you dress modest and you go, get under the protection of a man um or family then you know no harm can come to you and i'm like yeah maybe in like the 1400s but we're in the modern world now um and no harm like harm will come to you regardless of the protection you have of a man because men are wild in the streets and they will do anything and it's not like it's all perfect in these countries too so it's just it's just really interesting to me like how you feed into because i was that christian let me just say speak for me i was that christian who truly thought that certain things happened because god willed it and that i was totally at the will of and the movements of this all omnipotent being and that like yes i wanted to save myself and be modest for the Lord, because that's what he would want. And he would, he would want to protect me. And it's what we're doing for God. And God is first in my heart. Like I was very, very Christian. And then like, you know, just my prayers didn't get answered. I was like, Oh no, I can't do this. I'm dying. So like, it, it just, it's really interesting to me that he just truly, truly believes that his way is the right way. And that if she would just succumb to it and listen to him, then God would, would bestow blessings upon them, which is her fault for thinking that, she was going to change him. So basically she gets off the plane, honey. And they're like, oh, yay. They have like a reunion or whatever. And she's wearing a super cute outfit. It's like this like uh, double-breasted <laughs> double breasted jacket and like flare bell bottoms and like a high neck ruched cream uh, shirt. And she has like a, you know, it's gold hardware. It's everything I'd want. She gets off this plane, honey. And he's like, hi. And they hug. And he's like. God will smite us. Please button your shirt. Yeah, and like, she was just like, you're so rude. She got really upset because it's been 15 hours and she didn't want to hear that he didn't like the way she was dressed. And then she's like, do I, I don't want to go to jail if I hug you. And he's like, no, you, we won't go to jail here. We're in, we're in a place where they expect us to hug. Just other places we can't hug. She has a lot of resentment. She's just like, if I have to wear a jacket, why can't you wear a jacket? You know, and it's like, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think that's fair. I truly think that's fair because the Quran says that men need to be modest too. The, the, it does and it's just like it's so it's so interesting that I, I think that's a fair statement but it's like she's just not she shouldn't be with somebody who wants to who believes the way he believes it's just when they're together uh, it's very immature there's something about them and their energy that feels like these are just like what are these two two-year-olds that just like have never or, I mean not two-year-olds I mean it's gross but like are these two like you know uh 
god bless just like 17 year olds that have never seen another person of the opposite sex like she's 37 i don't understand why she acts there's something very like interesting about her she's like very like a delicate bird she kind of feels like a broken bird you know also she is like very vacant in the eyes and i feel like sometimes she's pretending and she's probably a very angry person because of a lot of whatever things and i'm just making this up so it might all be a fake but like the fact that she got so mad at him when she because she was grumpy i get it like no i don't get it because i don't get grumpy like that i'm just i get i'm just either i'm mad the whole time or you know it doesn't like come upon me like i would have gotten off the plane and been like i'm annoyed i am currently in the state of annoyance so (laughs) anything you say is going to bother me just so that you know don't say i'm aware of it huh yeah, don't say anything. Because I'm aware of it. But right, yeah. she she was just like, she snapped. <laughs> was like, yeah. and then didn't mean to. And then was like looking at the cameraman, like, can I get some backup? I'm right, right? He's rude. And I'm just like, no, no one's going to, we're just all going to stare at you. And it's awkward. It's just as awkward for, for every, the camera people as it is for you. Could you imagine those producers? So I don't remember what happens afterwards. You want to move on to the last one? I have to, because they're the best, and um, I'm super excited to bring them up, and uh, thank God that, you know, sometimes the best couples come in a little later on, they're fashion mm. related to the season, honey, and that's what happened with Debbie and Osama. Osama! That man has to change his name. I don't, I don't, I know I said this, and it's rude of me to say this, and I know that there's plenty other names, but like, Muhammad, Malik, Ahmed, them men didn't blow up the tower, but you know who did? Someone named Osama, so we need to change his name to Sam. Because it's very yeah. uncomfortable for me. And I, and I, I'm not even a huge, I was never even on the, I don't like is Muslim train. Like I love everybody, but that name is not it. <laughs> His name is fucking Sam from now on. <laughs> so uh, Debbie is in the thrift store and she's like, listen, I am a free spirit. I, I, she said, she wanted to say, I walk to the beat of my own drum, but she says something else that wasn't it. And she's in the thrift store and she's like, I love this place because it's all kitschy and like things that I think are interesting and buys nothing. Just wasting our time maneuvering about this space, trying on people's hats that probably had lice in it. Girl, you do not know. Tierra, I know. She's like putting on sunglasses, you know, but she's she has the greatest, thickest hair. Like, I love this woman. She's beautiful, right? Yeah, she's great. I mean, she's she's exactly what we need on this. She's very lighthearted. She's like, I'm 67 and I'm from Sugar Hair, Georgia. And like, she just loves the, the fleece shops and the, the thrift stores. Um, and she makes and sells jewelry, which I found to be very like sweet. And she's like, I use semi-precious gems. And I'm like, what are semi-precious gems? So like, like, you know, it's like amethyst and like, you know, like rose quartz, you know, like it's, she likes the geodes, you know, like she's doing that kind of crystal stuff. Everything feels like she's from Georgia, but it feels like she could be from like Oregon or something like very hippie art teacher, you know, like she's, she'll give you a palm reading, you know, like, but for free, like she's not going to charge you, you know, like, but she's just fun in that way. Um, Yeah. She's like, she's what the like conservative Christians probably call like a witch. Like she's, oh, yeah. she's a southern version of like a, a, a like a fairy witch, like a like a um cottage core older yeah. <laughs> like wood she's nymph. Star. She's a star. She really could be an Instagram star. Yeah. So her backstory is basically this. So she's been married twice. The first marriage like happened four for four years. She had like one son, Julian, but like that guy 
he was just like not good and she like left like in the middle of the night and when she said, yeah. yeah when she said that i thought for a moment that she said she left julian for some reason i didn't quite <laughs> understand that julian was still there and i was so happy i like to understand like, oh my god that's really intense then she marries this other dude and they're married for like 21 years or whatever but then she starts to like be like things are up she hires a private investigator and like he fucking is like cheating she on her He's cheating on her with abroad. Abroad. Okay. So she, but she's had a daughter with that one. Okay. So then she's like, fine. She like divorces him and it like swears off manhunting. She's like, she talks about going like inside for like 10 years or whatever, but she's lovely and vivacious. And she's always been a little bit naive. She says she's always been very trusting, you know, which I get that she has lovely, like warm eyes. I mean, you just like want to protect her. Okay. And you know who wants to protect her? Julian, honey. But, like, it's very hard to protect her. She's a spitfire. So Julian I comes mean, over. Yeah. That's how we know Julian's, you know, and her are still together. And I'm like, oh, good. You know, he's a cop, you know. And he is like, I have this Bananarama's mom, honey. I'm just like, she's, she's like, she's gotten kookier and kookier as, like, she's getting older, you know. very he's like, eccentric. Osama is from Morocco. Uh, he's an artist and a poet. And he complimented my artwork. And then I fell in love. It's like, he's a tree whose roots grow in your heart and she's like i didn't know how old he was um but then i went over there and um in morocco and i met him and i saw i said listen here osama you're too young for me and he was like love is is not about like age it's it's about um something you're together i don't know something and uh (laughs) she's like he was a genuine person and all i all i thought to myself was so anxious meet me at 11 30 i love it when you're talking dirty because she's like genuine yeah yeah she said it took her way yeah yeah hilarious and then she's like you know what i fell in love with him he's 24 years old but i love him Oh, I love the way she says that. She, I love her voice. I'm going to really try and make her voice. I'm going to try and get her voice. Oh, I love it. Get it. Get it. Yeah. He's so 24 um, years old, but I love him. No, it's not it. That was, you got to get it. You got to listen to it some more. It's great. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's like, I, these supplements are really important for what me. What is she I taking? I want to like, I want to go back and like, I want to see what she's taking. I'm like, is it, is it like, what is it? Is it biotin? Is it, you know, like everyone's into lion's mane? Is it one of those adaptogen teas? Is it, what is it? I want to know too. I'm ready. I just bought a pill box so that I can remember to take all my pills every day. I am ready. Julian honey comes over and he is just like, he hates Osama. I mean, do we have to tell you that he hates Osama? Guess who he hates? Osama, the 24 year old poet that his mom met on Instagram, whose name is Osama. <laughs> I mean, and that, that his mom wants to move and be with, I mean, he must be, I mean, I wonder how many harebrained schemes she's given if this is the first one. He, I feel bad because he really truly feels like he is just like, help, she's, she's crazy. What would you do? What would you do? It's crazy. You know, like I I feel his desperation. He came on the show specifically so he could cry out to America for his poor mama. And like, she's like, he didn't ask me for any, she's like the way she like quaffs herself. She's got her pillows. They're ready. Her pillows are in the right spot for her just to fan herself. She's just like super comfortable. And she's like, well, I didn't just fall off the turnip truck. I'm not, he's not using me. He hasn't asked me for any money. And he's like, yet. And I'm like, you know what? That is a fair statement. If he hasn't asked her for any money, and that doesn't mean she hasn't given him any money. He could have said, oh, I have a problem playing rent. And then she's like, I'll give you money, but you didn't ask me. Um, but like, yeah. So 
She's been in Morocco twice to see him. And he says to her, Debbie, I love you. Let's get married. That's how she said it. And um, she was like, I just love him. And then the son's like, okay, well, what are you going to do when you get over there? Like with all this jewelry, people are going to rob you. And I said, sir, you're going to the Middle East. <laughs> if there's one thing that they do have there is actual precious jewels, right? And gold. No one is going to rob your bitty little granny mama for her amethysts and rose quartz they're fine okay yeah <laughs> they're not gonna do that and, he, and she's like osama will protect me <laughs> oh, it was just so funny and he says when i found out that my mother was engaged to a 24 year old moroccan male and he the way he says it is like he's you know calling in an apb um it made me sick to my stomach i thought it was a joke first of all does it even is he black is he half latino what is he so first of all secondly his accent doesn't sound southern to me at all he sounds like a, a a chicago beat cop or like a new yorker beat cop to me you're right. I don't know what he is. Yeah, Julian. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. His mom is so white, you know, Lily White, and he looks he looks like, like you um, know, yeah. Or I don't know, or Italian, or just he I don't know, you know. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um have you ever seen Harold and Maud? No. Okay. I here's the thing. I I could see someone falling in love with her. She's so lovely. So I want to see what he's like. Now, my initial thought is that maybe his sexuality is like you know, like, yeah. therefore allowing him to, like, you know, be less romantically, mm-hmm. penetratingly into someone. Yep. But we'll see. Um, Have you all seen right, the mummy? What? Have you seen the mummy? Anyways, you gotta go. But anyways, he looks mummy, like one of like, the, sh- the movies? Yeah, <laughs> he looks like the character. You guys have seen the mummy. The mummy one, the one who speaks all the languages, who's like trying to help the mummy as well as help Brandon Fraser. Like he looks like that, like a spindly little. Like... God, no, I got to go back. Go he back. looks just like a spindly little scammer and who's pr- pretending to be an artist and a poet. And then she drew that picture of him in it with like a sk- half skeleton and like how, I'm just like, girl, you are 67 years old. He's 24 years old. You said you met him for three years. He's 24. You met that little man when he was 20? Ill, ill. okay? You were six, you were like what, 64? And he was 20. You should be ashamed of yourself. Something tells me they don't have like a romantic love. They have more of like, um, or they don't have, yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right, my loves, thank you so much for joining us on this special toe. And by special, I mean, this means like we had to take a week off because of some football dumb thing, but then now we're back. So um, we also have Love After Lockup that we just finished our last uh, episode for the season, but we're going right into a Life After Lockup. So what's anything and what's anything um, on the docket? If you want more information, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at DocuSweeties. We are also at DocuSweeties on TikTok and at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. This whole time we've been live streaming this uh you can see my cute haircut but you have to pay ten dollars how do you do it well of course if you guys remember i said in the beginning of this video that you go to patreon.com slash docusweeties it's ten dollars a month and you get to see the visuals of what you were hearing and also you get this right away and you got to see me folding laundry this entire time isn't that great all right you guys have a fantastic evening uh and we'll talk to you later Bye. bye